Hello and welcome back to our second Feature Friday. Today, we'll be covering New Belgium's Sparkling Lime Lager. Um, so, that sounds good. <laughs> Sorry, I think you threw me off because I thought we talked about me reading the intro. It's fine. You're already done. I just Listen. got th- I just got thrown off. No big deal. What do you got? Sorry. Did you already say? Do you have to have a spot for the music to play? Yeah. Oh. I can take all this part out. That's why I'm just talking. Some bullshit. You're all good. I was just like, uh. I'm so sorry. We're changing things. <laughs> Brat. All right. So what do you got? Sparkling lime. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah, welcome back then, I guess, huh? Hope you guys made it to round two of Feature Friday. If you uh, are starting with round two, maybe uh, head back and check out round one. Oh, yeah. So, this week it looks like we're doing New Belgium's Sparkling Lime Lager. Oh. Which sounds pretty good. Uh, what, do you, uh, what do you got there for your ABV? Because it looks like I think our oh. writing is off here. I'm not sure. Not sure where to go with this. Start down here. Yeah, oh, see that. I mean, I'm just. Yeah, there wasn't much information on this oh, beer okay. on their website. Uh, well, there was nothing on their website, so I had to find elsewhere. I see. Yes, but the ABV is four point four percent. All right, so I'm guessing that means we do not have an IBU then. No. Okay, that's fine. Just you know, checking it out. Nope. 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 And. You know, after we taste the beer and all, we'll go a deeper dive into the company history. Okay, I was going to say you can give us a little bit of it if you want. Well, I've got some information on loggers. Yes, that will work. That would be great. So the loggering as a process was discovered roughly 200 years ago in Bavaria, where it was found that beers experiencing secondary fermentation in casks stored in the cool caves of the Alps produced beers with marked different characteristics than ales. These general traits include a smoother tasting, less aggressive character with little or no fruitiness. The lagering process quickly became popular in areas where cool fermenting temperatures could be maintained, but it was not until the innovation of refrigeration that lagers spread throughout the world. Due to the longer processing times, these beers tended to be made by producers with larger capital resources, example breweries that could afford the greater storage. Makes some sense, I guess. Yes. So. Shall we smell it? Yeah, let's do that. It's pale in color. <laughs> yes, it is extremely Very pale, pale in color. Not even like pea colored. It's like lighter than that. That helps you visualize. This is a. Uh, this smells like beer. Yeah, it's really, it smells pretty limey to me. I thought it was a good smell. It smells like a, I've never had one, but I think I've smelled one. A Corona? A corona, a, a corona with lime, perhaps, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, or I mean, you, you pop a lime in it. Yeah, you'd you have to uh, definitely pop the lime in it to get the smell. Oh, really? Maybe I just smell lime. <laughs> oh, that's why I think that's what I was getting at. But I don't know. It also smells like a beer to me, like a regular beer. Oh, you're drinking. Okay, wow. I didn't think we had to drink it at the exact same time. I figured you could be talking while I tasted it. Shoo. What's the matter? I don't like it. Oh, really? I will say, got I had a little bit of a 
light cinnamon taste to it to me. Cinnamon? Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's odd. I agree. I don't think it tastes like cinnamon, but it, like that's what it reminded me of. I don't know about this. Second taste, the cinnamon is still there, but it's like super, what? like the faintest touch of it. I mean, Are you it's sure? I'm pretty sure. I mean, there's definitely lime taste in here, and it predominantly tastes like lime. But there's like just the slightest just wisp of cinnamon. I'm not enjoying myself. I am sorry to hear that. I actually think this is pretty good. It is. It makes me like, you know. Long, it's re- it's long re- for better things. I what? mean, it's refreshing. <laughs> I just, I don't know. You don't know what it is you don't like about it either? No. I like, hold on. Let me drink more, folks. It tastes like Christmas to me right now. What? I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that I, is weird. I know it makes no sense at all, but. At all. I'm not getting a strong lime flavor. Um, I mean, I could almost see where you're getting, like, it's sweet in a way. A little bit, yeah. I don't know. I think my taste buds are off because, like, this should definitely not taste like this. <laughs> it should I, not. I'm thinking. But it 100% does to me right now. It's so weird. It smells more limey than it tastes. I'm getting spice cake. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what uh, to tell you. New Belgium, <laughs> you missed the mark here because apparently. I'm not saying, I'm not saying they missed the mark. It, I mean, the smell is definitely lime. But you're tasting Christmas. <laughs> I'm getting Christmas for sure. But, I mean, I can still separate that and still get the lime taste, though. I don't know. It's In a throwing way, me off for sure. It's so crazy. This is what you're saying. I'm feeling it actually now, and it is taking me back to um, what was it, ass over kettle tea uh, or whatever. Yes, yes, yeah. Kind of the spice to right, it, right? Yeah, something. it's got like some sort of a spice to it or something. Yeah, and I wish we had more information on this beer. I mean, we have a website description that's not even from the website, right? But it, um, we'll see what that says. I suppose because I I'd doubt it's going to gonna say Christmas, especially with the palm trees on the front. Oh well, yeah, for sure. Not going to say that, <laughs> but I'm wondering if there's something in common. With that kind of beer and this beer, which I don't feel like there would be because they're totally, totally fucking different. But it's fine. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm good with it, though. I like it. I, I could drink it. Something to say before we read the description? Not more than I said. It feels, uh, it's kind of sparkly. Well, it oh, is, is it a, sparkling? It's a sparkling I, I lime that. lager. I totally missed that. So. Sparkly. <laughs> it is. I mean, so they hit the mark there for sure. Yeah. And I've never really liked, like, sparkling stuff, like, sparkling cider and stuff. Yeah. I'm, d- I'm not into that, so. Maybe, maybe that's part of your problem. Yeah, maybe it just isn't my thing. Could be. Uh, but, yeah, I just, I'm really not getting strong lime from it. Uh, and it's just weak sauce. I'm actually really enjoying it. I guess. I think it's pretty good. I, I don't know if it's the Christmas part or if it's the lime <laughs> part or if it's the fact that I'm so confused right now about it. But... Oh, my god! I like it. It's good. Okay, read our website description there, Mike. Oh, you want me to read it? It's right in front of you, bro. I didn't know. Father? Sorry. So uh, what we got here is a description from drizzly.com, looks like. Sure. Uh, Citrus and sunshine make a fantastic combination. I can't. (laughs) Let's start that again. 
threw me off. I didn't know I was reading. Citrus and sunshine make a fantastic combination. The only missing thing is sparkling lime lager. Bright, bubbly, packed with lime flavor, and brewed for crushing. This refreshing lager was made for soaking up the sun. Hmm. Not much information it's about more, what's going on here. Yeah, it's more about where to drink it, right. maybe, than what's in it, which is all right. I'm not upset by that. Just, uh, yeah. I wanted more information. I did I not too. find more. Um, I've been thinking, you know, we've got five weeks of this mm-hmm. uh, for New Belgium. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to shoot them an email, see if we can get some extra information from them. About? About what we're having. Yeah. Or anything that they might want to throw out there. Yeah. Let's see what they say. They'll probably respond in January and we'll miss it, but yeah, what have you. We'll miss it. Um, so, I mean, I like it personally. I think it's pretty decent. What are you going to rate it on a scale of one to five? Like, really? It's not the style I would normally go to, but I'm cool with a, uh, I'm cool with a four on this one. What? Who are you? I don't know what, I, like. I'm shook. I don't know how much of it's the Christmas, though, so I'll come back to this one maybe next week when we do another Friday for New Belgium. Taste it one more time and see if it's, like, completely different. This is, like, carbonated water. Well, yeah. With a hint of lime and apparently Christmas. Uh, and I would just like to say, like, I hate lemon water, like, shit like that. And uh, okay, that's, well, that's, this is giving me those okay, vibes. I gotcha. So, that could be it. I'm I'm not a big fan of, like, flavored waters. And not to say this beer is a water. It has more flavor than a water, obviously. Yeah. But it just, it's not my vibe. A great intro beer if you are a very light drinker. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I do kind of get the uh, lager with a lime feeling that you were speaking of earlier, but. Corona with a lime? Well, yeah, I was oh. trying to just generalize it. Oh, okay. Because it doesn't taste Is like. Is Corona a, lo- a lager? I believe so. Oh, I don't know anything about them. So. But uh, it doesn't taste like a Corona at all. So that's why I was trying <laughs> to one. not include that in the description right. because it's that would be not correct, I think. Right. But, uh, yeah, this is different. Yeah. I could drink the hell out of these, though. I mean, you could drink all of these and it would not be a problem. Yeah, I mean, it is very light, so. It's kind of cool. If you're looking to pound some beer all day, you could go for this. It's just not my jam. Not a problem. So what's your uh, what's your rating on your non-jam? Uh, I think I'm just going to give it a three. There's really nothing wrong with it, I guess. It's See. just... And that's why I went higher and did the four, because I had a feeling that you were going to be, not that I should base it off your rating, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel the same about it, Mm -hmm. but it's certainly not bad. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, it's not bad. I just, I'm, it's lacking in lime flavor, in body. I think it's, I think it's just. You're eating Christmas. So don't tell me that it's lacking. It's not lacking in lime flavor. No, I said though that I can clearly pull out the lime separately though. (sighs) I, okay, <laughs> I, like I would like what? to try this with a fresh lime in it, and I think I would like it more, more limey, a okay. little like because it's given me that kind of like, like I clenched just lime, a little, like yeah, it wants to be lime. I got you, but it needs more. I hear you. So, any words on it? Then it needs more lime. It needs more. <laughs> it's light, easily drinkable for sure. 
but meh. <laughs> That's fine. Um, in other news, to take a deeper dive into New Belgium's uh, yeah. history, I found a website uh, called fundinguniverse.com. Okay. Don't know why it's on here, but it has a lot of information on their history. Uh, so we're just going to start here um, with the beginnings All of right. New Belgium. Uh, so this gives more information on our founders here okay. rather, rather than the broad overview we did last week. So New Belgium Brewing was founded in 1991 in Fort Collins, Colorado by husband and wife team Jeff Labesh and Kim Jordan. Um, Labesh was an engineer and had taken up the hobby of brewing beer at home a decade earlier and had volunteered at breweries in California to sharpen his skills. He became interested in finding his own brewery after the bicycle ride to Belgium that we learned about last week. And although Belgium beer was not known well in the United States, as its German and English cousins, the country had its own distinctive approach to brewing with a long tradition of, oh, a long tradition akin to that of winemaking in France. Belgians were particularly fond of adding flavors like spices or fruit. So I'm wondering, maybe there are some spices in there. Might be. Um, to their brews and also produced barrel-aged beers with a higher alcohol content. After working up a business plan during an Easter Sunday hike in the mountains, how are you hiking up the mountain and working out your business plan? I guess you're just thinking about it. They must exercise a lot because I would be out of breath doing it. Yeah, that. that's a lot. I'd be thinking about how unhealthy I am and whatever. Well, they came up with the idea of biking through Belgium, so, you know, they must be healthy. Anyway, Labesh and Jordan, who was a so- social worker, decided to start a brewery in the basement of their home, which we learned about last week, and they took out a $60,000 second mortgage to finance the endeavor. The initial offerings of the company were favorable, Abbey Trappist-style ale and the Lighter Fat Tire Ale, which was named after the bike Labesh had toured on in Belgium. So, yes, and then after persuading a few local stores to carry their beer, Jordan, um, who handled the marketing, delivered the family station wagon, delivered it in their family station wagon. Apologies. And during their first year, they turned out about... 3,300 cases of 22-ounce bomber-sized bottles. And the Fat Tire Ale was especially well-received, and its popularity grew in size. And as its popularity grew in size, sorry, um, was switched to a more standard 12-ounce bottle. Why? And then we'll have more on that next week. Um, and I think we're doing what, whatever that beer was just called. Fat, Fat Tire. Fat Tire. We have one coming up this month. We do. We so. will be hitting that one. Yep. And a couple others. Yep. So uh, thanks for joining us for this uh, Feature Friday. Just another Feature Friday. <laughs> that's my new thing. Uh, that's all right. Um, <laughs> be sure to join us on Wednesday for our regular episode. And then again, uh, thanks for listening. I'm Haley. I'm Mike. And this is Pints Unknown Feature Friday. So we heard from uh, Megan. Megan. A uh, public rep, I guess. Mm-hmm. Probably. I don't know. I didn't look at the title. I just right. got excited that they emailed us back. She gave us a little extra info. 
Um, it was the summer beer in their Next Up series, and it is no longer available to most markets. Um, they no longer feature that series. Uh, so we just wanted to mention that to y'all. We're sorry that we yeah, reviewed. Thanks for, uh, thanks for enjoying our review of it. Yeah. You cannot have it. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. We did not realize. Um, but there's that. <laughs> 